Triple M rocks the ashes. G'day, it's Gus Wall in Australia. Had a fun day of building the ponds everywhere. And we had a lot of fun in the commentary box. So grab a Cooper's Mild Ale and enjoy our favourite bits from day two. Starting with Izzy Westbury, Callum Ferguson and Merv Hughes. Got an anaconda stunt as well. On, on head? Uh, on minus lab Slow, he's at slowest innings of all time, 103 off 305 balls, testament to his concentration. The slowest completed century by an Australian since our own Tubby Taylor 29 years oh. ago here in Adelaide. Compare that, Tubby. That. Compare and contrast with Travis Head getting a century in a session for the last <laughs> match. It's incredible. I'm starting to warm to you. I think uh, F2, oh. he, can, he can stay away. I think that's, You're in. that's a great stat. That's the biggest accolade you've Only got Only took there. till day two. That's good. No, oh, you've been good, Ethan. Starting, so starting to warm. You're killing it, mate. <laughs> starting to warm. We'll see how we go. It's only 37 degrees out there. I'm on board. I'm on the Ethan train. What, what are our views on the headband? Oh, he's got a much better average, much, much better bowling average with headband than without headband since COVID hit. There's an apology for Dennis into those Oh, yeah, no, no. This was, this was yeah. very important stat in the English summer. Wow. Well, he's been bowling a lot better with his headband on. It's a psychological tip. Apologies got to, run to with Dennis Lilly. Big apologies to Dennis Lilly, but... I reckon you lose all respect when you put a headband on. He whiz. Did you ever wear a headband, Merv? I didn't need one. <laughs> Did, didn't need one because you don't sweat enough? You know, Alistair Cook-style character? I reckon the headband's more to keep the hair out of your eyes, isn't it? Well, I think Broad genuinely started wearing it because of COVID and... Um, not being able, uh, not being. I think you can't use saliva on the ball. Wanted to get sweat out or something along those lines. Something to do with COVID that he's been he's been right wearing his headband. So Merv, I'm interested if if you lose all respect when you wear a headband in hot conditions like these, what happens if you wear a beanie and bowl like I've seen in county cricket over the last few years? One of your fellow Victorians was one of them. Shane Warren? No. No. Pretty sure Chris Rogers used to. Bowling, though. I watched some county cricketers bowl in a beanie. One word. Unacceptable. <laughs> Not on. Who was it? Peter Siddle. Peter Siddle. Yes, I've seen him wear one as well. Yes. He's got a few problems <laughs> with life, Sids. He's a vegan. <laughs> He's a non-drinker. Like, let's get fair to Uh This is a cricket show, not a political show. We were specifically talking about headwear, weren't we there? Well, Things started to get a little bit personal. Beanie, you went beanie. No, I love SIDS. Never lose respect for SIDS. So if it's him, I'm happy. Righto, so beanies are accepted, no headbands. Well, actually, I think we've got an anaconda start about headbands, which proves that they might be effective. Yeah, I found a tweet here. It might be from one Isabel Westbury. Stuart Broad, in the last couple of years, with the headband, 33 wickets at 15, without the headband, 6 wickets at 41. Whoa. You know what that tells me? QED. He wears a headband more often than not. (laughs) (laughs) So I want overs bold with said headband and without said headband. Come on. Chewy would be all over that. I've lost respect for you. Chewy, Chewy would know that. To, to be fair, not my stat. It's easy. <laughs> Jeez, you change your opinion on people like you change your undies, man. Oh, yeah. You were I've, his biggest fan a minute one, ago. Once a week. Doing a wonderful job for Anaconda. <laughs> 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 Sorry. Get back to the cricket. Oh, I'm going to pretend we didn't hear that. Mark Howard, Brad Haddon and Mark Taylor. Hads, I, I hadn't worked with um, Tubby before. 
and uh, oh, he's just enormously impressed. I thought he's much funnier than I ever thought he would be <laughs> for a start. He must have really had the handbrake, but I, I found that he's his own man because we rinsed him yesterday for rolling in here with what Andy Lee described as sunglasses that even BP wouldn't sell, <laughs> and he's rolled them out again today. So his confidence in himself as a person is impressive. Well, I, I tell you this morning, we went for a walk, yep. actually, and we're walking across the bridge with him and Mervyn. Tubby had those sunglasses on. He said, oh, look at that fish down there in the water. And I said, I, I can't see that at all. He said, you know what? You need my sunglasses. <laughs> He's got the polarizers in. <laughs> yep. Polarised transition lenses. Right. Beautiful. <laughs> all for 2 bucks 60 <laughs> That's a good deal, Tom. See, see, that's what I mean. You, you, I wouldn't expect to try and educate you on these glasses. They're not exactly the Chanel operation. Mate, they, they do the they do exactly what I couldn't says. see they, the fish. Okay. You, you can't see fish, you can't catfish. No, no, true. True. <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking about reading the room as as Brad said if you drop a catch. Yes. Right? I remember Alan Border dropping one of the easiest catches I've ever seen. Uh, and for Alan that's rare because he was a brilliant fielder with throwing and catching. And it, it was against New Zealand at, I think it was at the Wacker number number eleven batsman uh, Watson, I think his name was, got a short ball, gloved it, ballooned to AB at third slip, who just stood underneath it. And we all started walking off, and <laughs> he, just, he just shelled it. And and, we, and none of us knew what to say. We talked about reading the room. Because normally the, it would be just take the mickey, but you're thinking, no, not with AB. We, we, we left it alone. <laughs> who did you not want to drop one off? Who, who would give it back to you? Ads, bowlers you've played with? Easy. Okay. And there's the seconds a long way is Stuart McGill. Stewie McGill? Yep. So what would Stewie have to say if you shelled one? Well, everything. And, <laughs> but the worst thing about it, you drop one, you know you've made a mistake. And you think, do I look? I know he's looking at me. Do I comment? Who's going to pick the ball up and throw it back to him? You know what? I'll just kick it to cover, then I don't have to look at him. <laughs> <laughs> the funniest was Ricky Ponning dropping one. I remember playing a tour game on an Ashes tour, and he had his hand taped up. He had hot spots, and the same sort of thing. The batsman's got beaten. It's just popped a short cover. He's gone up to catch it, and it's popped out. And we're only young in the team at the time, 2008, nine, and we we couldn't stop laughing. You look down, you're looking at fine leg, pretending you're not taking any notice. <laughs> and as we've turned around, we've seen Ricky Ponting take his tape off his hand and throw it into the grandstand. <laughs> <laughs> It's always worse when it is the captain. Oh. That was AB, that one I'm telling you about. Because yep. it was a number 11 batsman. I think Watson got out not long after this drop catch. And we all walked off and no one wanted to say anything to AB. Eventually we got in the sheds. I think it was Healy. Difficult to keep. Uh, eventually walked up and just tapped AB on the back and said, oh, tough one, Skip. <laughs> and, 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 and the rest of us all started giggling yep. like two-year-olds. And Alan was seething, but then eventually started laughing. <laughs> just need someone brave enough to break the yeah, mood. Yeah, and that's Healy. <laughs> What's the easiest one you've ever dropped in a high-level game of cricket, Hads? <laughs> <laughs> something sprung into the mind immediately. Yeah. I, I dropped one in Tasmania in, in a one day. I went, went straight for up. For Australia? No, for, for New South Wales right. against Tasmania. It's Michael DiBenuto batting, actually. So it's gone straight up of Matthew Nicholson. I've run to catch it. Easy catch. And Dom Thornley called it point. He's gone bowlers. So just as I was about to catch it, I moved my hands and I've looked up and the bowler didn't come through. So it's bounced once. I caught it in my hand. I lobbed it back to the bowler. And I remember turning around, looking at Dom Thornley, and he's just turned and walked away. (laughs) 
Straight under the bus. Yeah, straight under the bus. Matthew Nicholson's, he's called, I, I can't repeat what he called me, but he had every right to. And I, and I walked past Dom at the end of the other. He goes, that was my fault. And I said, well, you've got to put your hand up. He goes, no. Nah. <laughs> well, I guess you didn't drop it. Oh, you've got to count those a drop. Talked a minute ago about drop catches. Yeah. One of the worst days I had in the field was here at Adelaide Oval. I got three in an innings. That's good going, Tom. Yeah, it was good. In slip? Yep. Yep. And the third one off Mike Whitney against India uh, it was a nick. Flew to me at first slip, and it went quickly and hit my right hand and went went for a run. So I chased after trying to do the right thing, not to compound the error, you know. And when I went to pick it up and throw it, I, I threw it the wrong way. And they picked up and they picked up three. <laughs> so I turned a drop catch into a three. And was Mike Whitney the type of fellow to let you know about it? No run? No, nah, well, Whit was good. One of our co-commentators, Big Merv, never lets me forget it. That's why I thought I'd better tell it before he does. <laughs> um, so, yeah, it was, it was a three. The only good news was that when we took the second new ball, um, Craig McDermott was bowling and Mohamed Azraddin big outswinger, nicked it, and I actually and, and I, it came to me and I thought, this is going down also, and I put my hand somewhere near it, and it just went in, and I looked down, and to my great surprise, the ball was in my hands. <laughs> Dan Ganane, Greg Blewett, and Andy Lee. Bluey, you're the local. When does the Glenelg doctor arrive? Because it is hot. No, I don't. I wouldn't be banking on it today. <laughs> this is it. No, this, this is, is it. it. I, I checked this morning, and I reckon at 11 o'clock tonight, it's still going to be 31. Jeez. So, um... Yeah, no, don't don't bank on that one. If, is there any tricks for cricketers? I mean, there's, for, for us spectators, cold beers helping us out. Do you, <laughs> would you recommend that for any of the boys? It would help sometimes, but um, yeah, I don't know. It's weird. I, I don't know whether I'm a little bit backward in terms of the way I went about the heat. But I used to hate batting in in the heat. Right. I think it's because you know there's so much gear on, and you can't you can't get any of it off. Like you can take your you can take your helmet off every now and then, but then you you know the sun's beating down on your head, and you can take your gloves off, but you sort of feel trapped. Whereas when you're in the field, yep. you're sort of moving around and creating a bit of your own draft. And you are there any ice vests or cold, yep. cooling vests and yep. things? And do they go on before you go out to bat, or are they? Or they just they're more for break? the breaks, like right. if you yeah drinks break, just to sort of try and get your core temperature down. Hey. Um, you might wear a uh, like one of those little. Ice, cool it, yeah. yeah, like a little cooler around your neck. Hamish and I had full gorilla suits made up oh. for us to be inside, and it was a 37 degree day. Oh, Oof. happy days! It was the the Melbourne Zoo was about to bring in two gorillas, and we rang them and said we yeah, they'd announced that they're arriving. I said, hey, if we got realistic gorilla suits made up, could we go in the enclosure before the gorillas arrive? Yeah, and see how long we can be in gorilla suits without any of the hunters knowing. Yeah. <laughs> so he picked a good day. Green and Stokes rudely interrupted us, Andy. So what happened? You wore these bloody gorilla suits. <laughs> yeah, so, so we're at the Melbourne Zoo, and, and Hamish and I started, we are trying to be as gorilla-like as possible early, and then we thought we'd try and do more human-like things to see what we could get away with. So, you know, throwing balls to each other, or riding bikes by the end of it, and uh, and, and people are going, this is fascinating. <laughs> what do say, got- riding bikes? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and we, we started drinking crownies. Uh, sorry, I should say Cooper's Cooper's mild yeah, ale. Uh, we started drinking beers, and that we had Dr. Chris Brown there <laughs> pretending to be doing his show and interviewing all these people, the public, and going, "Oh, this is this a remarkable?" And he had great answers, like, "Yeah, they have to take the the the, the wheat in from a beer to, for their shiny coats, etc." So, 
it was a 37 degree day and this <laughs> bloody hot. Oh, oh, I can imagine. And we'd, we'd been given these ice vests to wear, which were no longer ice. They were a hot soup by the end, oh. by the way we got out. What else were you wearing underneath? So you had your ice undies. vest, just undies. <laughs> just, just undies. <laughs> and this is the part that's not public. Obviously, I, I, I uh, saved the exclusives for Triple M cricket commentary. <laughs> There was a legal claim against Hamish and I after it. And it, it didn't make the courts, but this it did make the paper. This person then ended up going to the paper saying that we robbed his kids of the chance to see a gorilla for the first time. <laughs> <laughs> so I don't know what the damages are. Was he happy with a refund? Uh, or our what? argument was they can still see a gorilla Ooh, for the for first, first time because we're not gorillas. We've def- <laughs> we, we might have... Robbed his chance of seeing a person inside a gorilla suit. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, the way he would have liked. So what happened with the lawsuit? No, nah, didn't go anywhere. I think Melbourne Zoo offered the guys a couple of tickets to go out and see a real gorilla go around. <laughs> Which I think is actually far more disinteresting than, than what we've got. <laughs> Ours is better entertainment, I'd say. Actually, probably one of my favourite animal videos of all time involved a chimpanzee. Have you seen that one where he's sitting on the, the log and he... Oh, yeah. he, just, he just smells his own. Smells his own, and he, and he <laughs> flips his head back and falls off the... <laughs> Knocks him out. I interviewed Alex Kerry's wife today, oh, too. Yeah. So she's over in uh, one of the, the boxes, and I think she's just underneath the, the Gavin Wanganine stand. Yep. Lovely lady, but very nervous. She gets uh, extremely nervous watching her man go around. So Eloise and her... His two young children are here too. How old are Louis the and are they, Clementine. Are they a chance to remember it? Nah, no chance. <laughs> I reckon Louis's about three. Yep. And Clementine, I reckon she looked about five months. I saw a couple of blokes on the lawn on the hill over there that aren't a chance to remember it either. <laughs> very, very different reason. Look, our oh. lovely accreditations here that we got given to uh, by Cricket Australia. I, I got mine was left at the uh, hotel reception, mm-hmm. and it's got our pictures on it. Yep, yep. And so I went down. I said, "Oh, I'm here. My accreditation is is ready here." And the guy said, "Yep, yeah. Can I grab some photo ID?" And I was like, "Why?" Because my picture yeah, on just, the accreditation. Did you have it up yeah. next to your head. Yeah. And this is my, my face. My face is right here. So he insisted on me getting my driver's license out to check the photo on the accreditation. Maybe a twin. Maybe my twin's there out there. I don't know. Anyway, it took, it took him a while to catch up. You've never seen 15 people respond to a WhatsApp message quicker than when young Charlie, the producer, said, Taylor may want to give you a, dr- a free driver when we go to Sydney here, you win. Is anyone interested? Oh, my gosh. Yeah. It was like, you know, the jackpot had gone off the casino. Ping, 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 ping. Yep, yep, yep. He would not believe it. I thought we'd had another Pat Cummins incident. (laughs) It was the equivalent of just throwing chips out on the the beach and 15 seagulls. Yeah. Is it a prank? I hope so. Better not be. I hope so. We, Hamish and I, in our younger years, did some pranks that I regret a little bit. But one of them was... (laughs) One of them was... For this very network, Southern Cross Stereo. We made up an building. automated phone call. We rang employees inside the building and just said, hello, this is on behalf of management at Southern Cross Osterio. Would you like a Christmas present this year? I was going year? to say, this is... <laughs> or would you <laughs> would you like it to go to charity? Oh. After the beep, play, say, hamper or charity. 
So the beep would go, and one of the employees, Joe, said, Hamper. <laughs> so we hit the button that goes, you said charity. Is that correct? <laughs> the beep goes off again. She says, no, I said hamper. <laughs> That's getting So frizzy. we hit the button again, <laughs> and she's arguing with an automated system. <laughs> Oh, that's brilliant. Which, uh, again, in retrospect, she'd worked bloody hard the whole year and deserved a hair. But, but <laughs> Love it. How long have we got? We've got three balls to go. I've got a question for you that came up last night at the pub. No one. For me? Yep. You're, yep. you're the cricketer. See if Dan can get it. What are the names of the different creases out there? Oh, no way. <laughs> popping? Yeah, Which popping. one's the popping? The popping crease is the, f- the front one where the yep. run all out of stairs. Yeah, the Englishmen uh, don't know where that one is. <laughs> No idea. Put it into Google Maps. They still don't get it. Return? Return is not one. The return crease? <laughs> Maybe I'm wrong. Return is one, yes, but, but which, which one is it? Which one is the return crease? Isn't it the one right on the side? Like on the side of the, the, the ones that follow the line of the pitch? Yes. He's got it. Yes. Yes. I wondered why they called it the return crease. I wondered whether it was when batters returned back into that, that little square. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Um, so we got, we got the last one's the one in line with the stumps. Yep. One ball to go. Can he get the last one? Yeah, don't worry about Alex Carey. We're trying to work out. <laughs> um, no thoughts? I reckon you got me. It's a bit embarrassing, isn't it, coming from a cricketer? Oh, we've all watched a lot of it, and I had no idea. So the pop increase, the front one. The yeah. side ones are the return crease. Yeah. The, the bowling crease. Oh, bowling crease. That was anticlimactic. It wasn't. <laughs> I'm so disappointed. <laughs> but we've all learned something today. <laughs> Which you're welcome to forget. I love it, though, mate. I love that. For Cooper's Mild Ale, Triple M rocks the ashes. For Cooper's Mild Ale, Triple M rocks the ashes. James Brayshaw, Mark Taylor and Callum Ferguson. And Travis Head, great mate of yours, Fergus. Mm. He won't want to see the replay of that. No, he's going to lose some sleep over that one, Bray. There's no doubt about it. Uh, full toss, floated up there. Change of pace from Root for that delivery. It was about 10k slower than the previous ball, so I think he might have been done in flight a little bit. We also ended up falling over. Yeah. So that adds to the yeah. ignominy tub of getting dismissed <laughs> when you end up falling over as well. Doesn't it? Yeah, I, I was just thinking about one of my dismissals, which I'm not going to talk about. <laughs> well, we're going to try and get it out of no, here. No, don't worry about that. Well, once, well. Again, once again, a great mate move. Hughes often reminds me about when I ran down the no, I, I know down the, the deck, exact once, dip back Patel, and uh, he was off spinner. I thought I'd run down the deck and put him off his length, no, and, I, and I couldn't get there. So I know this dismissal. Tell us <laughs> yeah. what happened. I ran down the, the deck to Dipak yep. Patel, and uh, then I couldn't get there, so I thought I'd just pad it away, but it missed my pad. Just oh, everything. Ran down and shouldered arms. <laughs> Stumped by a metre and a half. Glenn Maxwell. Yeah. So on, on nine, when Tub and I both used to work in the coverage years ago, I, we used to dig that up and play it as often as possible. <laughs> Even if it had no relevance to anything, we'd just roll it in. Yep. Uh, Absolutely superb. Pat Cummins granted approval to return to New South Wales. Good news for him. Steve Smith facing Joe Root. Squeezes one to extra cover. Single for him. There was talk about him getting a private jet out of a secondary airport somewhere in Adelaide and flying home. That's what an Australian captain deserves, Tom. Well, thought that's fair enough. Yeah. That was the sort of kit that, you had back in the that, day. That should it? be for all former captains as you well. You reckon former? That would yeah. be lovely. 
I was thinking about how he was going to get back. I had visions like a little paddy wagon or something. They stick him in that and they're going to drive him all the way back to Sydney. You know, like, they they're going to look after him. I'm glad to hear that. Yeah. There was talk of it. I'm not saying that's right. exactly what's happened. We'll get to the bottom of how he's getting back to New South Wales. Now remind me, boys, who was it that Buff had the runoff with from New Zealand when he chucked oh, yeah. the Freeman suit on? Who was that? He got beaten too. Oh, didn't um, he? opening bat. Yeah, who had the double um, cramp? Yeah, um, what's his name? Left hand opening yep. bat. Mark Richardson, I think, yes, is the man's name. Right. Great work. And I think he put he put our man to the sword. He did. Because none of us knew, did we, when it was a match race and it was set up and he came in the onesie, didn't he, Mark Richardson? We all thought surely Buff would have him. <laughs> yeah. And he ended up running it. He won it running away. Buff got out the blocks quite well yeah. from memory and then that was it. That was, uh, it was a bit messy from yeah. there for, for our man. But what an occasion it was. Mm. He's Mark Richardson, hasn't he? He's got checkered passing, hasn't he? Like He's taken... Darren Lehman on a match race. He was also the guy who caught Warney yes. on 99 in the deep. Yep. When Warney thought a really good way of getting 99 to 100 to try and hit a six. Yeah. A whacker. Over the four blokes out Yeah, the yeah, yeah. That's right, yeah. <laughs> just got a little unlucky. It's stiff. Found one in the deep. That was a no ball too, wasn't it? Oh, yeah. Vittorio overstepped. Yeah. Yeah. Where was the third umpire on that one, Tub? He wants his 100 too, doesn't he? Yep. And the other thing with Mark Richardson is some of the, it's close to the funniest cricket vision I've ever seen. He, he went on to make 100 in India, obviously stinking hot. Oh. Went for the sweep shot and got the double full leg cramp. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> he, he just fell <laughs> straight down at the crease. <laughs> Get a look at it on YouTube. It is just the funniest oh. stuff ever. <laughs> you could hear the scream as he hit it. Oh, the double cramp. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, yeah. Get the pickle juice out. No, that's <laughs> no fun. They had a few characters back in those days, New Zealand. They mm. weren't quite the side they are now. But no. They had some different units. They're always, always good fun to play against the Kiwis, because eh? there's no doubt they played better against us. Yeah, exactly. Every time they played Australia, they were up for it. They were yep. good contest. I was talking yesterday about Johnny Wright. Oh, yeah. He loved playing Australia. Mark Greatbatch? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Betchy? Yeah. yeah, Johnny Wright, he he was really used to annoy Australia because yeah. he, he, he'd pick up, he'd pick someone in the crowd uh, and get them to sit down all the time and he'd infuriate yeah. AB. <laughs> and he, he'd, yeah. he'd, he'd be over his bat and his left-handed, opening bat, and he'd see someone at deep backward square leg. <laughs> it would annoy him. Yeah. Can, you, can you sit down, mate? AB yeah. just used to annoy him. And he, and he turned around, oh, sorry, Alan. Sorry, yeah. can you just get that boat to sit down? And, oh. <laughs> Greg Lewis just walked into the box and reminded me of, of John Wright, the left-hand open bat, that he used to glue his top glove to the bat handle. When he, when he got comfortable with his grip, he didn't want to ever change it. Really? Yeah. What? So once he got comfortable, he thought, oh, now that's where my, my top hand should be, my right hand, and he'd get the super glue oh, out and he'd glue no. it on there. Come on. Yeah, so then he'd take the hand out, out of the glove, which was attached to the bat hand. Just left it there. Yeah. Sheesh. That's making, <laughs> that's making a simple right. game complicated. Right. That would never have been no. an option for you, would it? No. Never get to that point, retire. Yep, never even thought about it. Well, of course, then you had Martin Crow Tub, who you and I both played against. What a beautiful good player. player. He, was, he was a very good player. player. Yeah. He did make batting look easy, that mm. bloke. So we're just talking about Mark Anderson playing in the subcontinent, having the double oh, yes. I think we've got audio of it here. Have a listen. <laughs> yeah, goodness me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 
That's the man in pain. It was a double go up too. Double it was like, oh, oh. <laughs> and the vision of it is funnier than that. You've got to have a look at it. It's just so good. Kerry uh, facing Anderson. No run to point. Oh boy. Mm. <laughs> I think we're all expecting that from Richardson and Buff when they took off. Oh no! At the Adelaide Oval, uh, it was shameful that <laughs> Buff was beaten by him. To be honest, <laughs> ran out of gas. No, it was just James Brayshaw, Greg Blewett, and Andy Lee. Greg Blewett's moved in. Andy Lee's moved in. Hello, boys. Good to see you. This is Andy's last stint. Last, last one. Yeah, I don't do night sessions. No. Yes, I've got my mates here. And a question came from them, JB. As I said, I was going to be in with you. Mm-hmm. Are you saving your best stuff for Triple M or Channel 7? Oh, I think the best wanders across both meetings. To be really honest. <laughs> so Robinson's in to carry. And he defends back down the Consistent pitch. Consistent both, across both forwards, eh? can be, yep. yep. <laughs> Put your best foot forward, Bluey, don't you? You do. Mm. You do. I thought you might have just had a snooze in one of them. Ooh. Laid back. I'm not gonna, you don't have to say which one. Ooh, no. <laughs> I just heard you boys talking about Mark Richardson and yes. the double cramp oh, yeah. and the, the audio. One of the funniest <laughs> things that I've ever seen yeah. on a cricket field was remember that game, uh, Australia versus Pakistan? Justin Langer made 100. Adam Gilchrist made 100. Oh, in Hobart. Uh, in Hobart. Yeah. But, but during that game, sh- uh, so Saklain Mushtaq was bowling, off spinner for Pakistan, and he had the yep. googly. He, had the, he actually had the, the wrong one as an off spinner, which confused all of us but it also confused Shane Warne so Warney's gone dancing down the track the old heave ho yeah. and it's the it's the other one it's the one that spins the other way so he's missed it completely and in his attempt to get back into the crease he's sort of almost taken a step tripped over and his head his head went through the stumps that's right Do you remember that, remember that? yep <laughs> That's it. He and you could hear him go, <laughs> and his head went straight through the middle stump. I do remember that. Yeah, and the stump cam, yeah. all he saw was his head coming yeah. Well, speaking of Warney, I, I thought I could have made his day worse about 10 minutes ago, JB. Yes. Because I just saw him sneaking out a door oh, yeah. on the side here, and he mm. took his shoe off, and I was like, what the hell's he doing? He was propping the door open. Yeah, so he could get back in after a dart. Yeah. And I thought, who's should I just take this shoe? <laughs> Leave him hanging. We'd yeah. have seen him walking what? just with a slight limp, one that's shoe it. down. That's it. And it's a different style of shoe he's got on today yeah. as well, isn't it? Yeah, I don't know. They're like a it's, golf shoe. It's sort of like a yeah. sort of woven... Tennis shoe, golf shoe. Yeah, looking. like a half yep. boat. Yeah, I don't, I don't know where he's going. going on there. Not sure what he's doing. Probably a paid-for promotion. <laughs> Something from Foot Joy. <laughs> For Cooper's Mild Ale, Triple M rocks the ashes. For Cooper's Mild Ale, Triple M rocks the ashes. Mark Howard, Greg Blewett and Andy Lee. Also got a bit going on because my young bloke's playing cricket at the moment. My beautiful wife's giving me updates. Oh, what's he on? Well, it started well. He was rolling out the leggies. Yeah. Had two for three. How old is he? He's nine, but he's playing in the under-13s. <laughs> so it's a hard task to bowl leg spins. So I thought at that stage you should probably have a spell now. He's got two for three. Yeah. And I texted her saying maybe tell the coach to get him off, and now he's just been hit for two sixes in the last over. So oh, oh. he's got both sides of the equation. Shame if he had one more wicket, we probably could have crossed the coverage of that instead of this. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Not a great deal happening here at the moment, is there, to be completely honest? I've got a conversation started for you, though. Go on. 
obviously Cummins out because yes. of COVID. Yes. And uh, and and Nessa in. Yep. If it was a batsman that was the COVID close contact, Ooh. who would we have been able to get into this team on the day? Well, we Usman's here. Is Uzi here? Uzi's I, I heard here. he wasn't, but wasn't he playing a big bash game? No, he's nah, here. I okay. saw him warm up this morning. There's your answer. Oh, that was quick. Wokes to Smith. <laughs> that sort of really took the sting out of that story, Bluey. But if Uzi wasn't here... <laughs> well, then we started saying, well, if the whole team had come out, this is around a few beers last Yeah. Week. You know whose name came up? Who's? Greg Blewett. Greg Blewett, yeah. We said, we said, gee, if you had to... Pluck someone, then someone said, Isn't Callum Ferguson still? Yeah, he'd much better go on with Berg. <laughs> I don't mind Bluey. Eyes. Yeah, but. Could we have put together a team just from the commentators <laughs> here? Suddenly the King's back in. Well, Ponting's here. Pont Punter. <laughs> it's a good I'd lineup. Ponting the Blewett, will you? Yeah, okay. but Blewett is known as the FES, which is the female engagement strategy. <laughs> He is loved. Howie, <laughs> Well, okay, say so if we had to put the best team together from the commentators we had here. Who, who's opening? Um, Are you Tubby? Oh, Tubby. <laughs> Tubby and Hados? Tubby and Hados. Tubby and Hados. <laughs> Pretty good start. Yes. Write those two in your little notebook. I see Glenn McGrath doing some stuff for BBC, so yeah. we'll have him in the team. You got Ponting at three. Ponting, Ponting at three. Bluey four. Bluey at four. Yeah. Uh, this, this is someone else. Hussey at five. Yes. Shane Warne's obviously in there. But well, we need a number six first. Who's our keeper? Gilly. Oh, Gilly's a keeper, but he's seven. He could bat Hang on. six. What a, so, Haddon... Oh, see you later. Oh, Hadden. Hadden. Sorry, no, sorry, Hadden. No, has been no, Hadden's not going to hope. Not with Gilly. <laughs> Can Hads bat six and just play as a batter? Oh, to come back to you with that. We're all Australian at the moment. There's a couple of good Englishmen out here as well. Yes. The don't, commentator's 11. Don't worry about them, because I want you to game. <laughs> oh, okay. Play. So, you've got Hayden... Yep. And Taylor. Are we short, of, we're short another Murph Hughes? Ponting three, <laughs> Blue at four, Hussey five. Then Haddon. Oh, sorry. Gilchrist, Gilchrist six. Sorry, Hads. What about Hadden, Lord Ian Botham? Well, I guess I, mean, I, I was just sitting with just Australians if we had to field our okay. team against the, right. the English. But, um, yeah, the Lord would so be we, in there. We still need number six. So number six. Is it Haddon? Could be Haddon. Cadditch. Cadditch. Cadditch or Buck Rogers floating around as well? He is. Oh. Not, I don't think I'm getting a game. Paddo <laughs> no, goes, batter, he's batting four ahead of me. No, no, you're four. <laughs> I could just. Caddo's six, Gilly's seven, and then you've got your bowling attack. If you're wondering, four, five balls have gone past, they've all been boring. They have. <laughs> and it's five for 331. Five dots. So you're up to your bowlers now. Yeah, okay. Yeah, so Glenn got... McGrath's in. Yeah. Warns in. Warns in. So you need two more bowlers. Swimming? Move. Who, who, Fleming? Fleming, the move. Oh. Brett Lee. Sorry. Bingo. Oh, Sorry. Bingo. Hang on. See you later, Flem. <laughs> we'll get this team on paper and we'll update you shortly if things go peak tong with COVID. And we're doing our commentators 11 if Australia gets wiped out. And I'm also keeping you across the under-13s, <laughs> which my nine-year-old is playing in. The bloke that hit him for two sixes apparently had a mo, so he's up against it. As a selector, yeah. this is the team we have to put in tomorrow, say if there's a wiped-out for COVID situation yep. like Pat Cummins. Is Merv in the discussion? It's a good point. Like, is this, current... hang on, is this right now? Right so now. You want, you want Merv charging in I don't think I the do. state that he's in? <laughs> I don't think I do. No, I don't think Merv makes it. <laughs> Greyvox McGraw, on the other hand. Yeah, I He's good looking, to go. he's terrific. Yep. And the King's good to go. Warnie's yeah, good Warnie's to go. Warnie's fine. <laughs> Interestingly, in the break, yeah. 
Trent Copeland's name came up. Gun Bowl is still playing, and yeah. there was a general discussion from the head of selectors, which is you, Andy, that there's a lack of showtime from Copeland, so he doesn't get in because he doesn't bring enough sizzle. I agree. I don't think we're going to get enough bums on seats. Okay. I don't, you know, you've got to take into account the marketing yeah. of the whole thing. I'd rather see Merv try and bowl yeah, than Trent right. actually bowl. Yeah. <laughs> yes, that's true. Ishigua as well. She'd be handy. Oh, we could almost name our English team as well. Yes. Have we left anyone out or not? No well, there's one. definitely no quick singles between Tubby and Hado. No. <laughs> No, I don't Top think so. of the order. No. Does Tubby have to um, bat in his sunglasses as well? <laughs> and are they his day sunglasses <laughs> or his nighttime <laughs> sunglasses? Have you noticed he's flicked them? Yes. yes. He's, he's did the that, stint that, before us and yeah. they were absent. That hurt me a little bit, though, because I like people, you know, being individuals, mm. being themselves. I hope he didn't get taunted out of it. <laughs> <laughs> Would the team we've assembled mm. beat England? Ooh. The current England team out mm. there? Yeah. Can you see Stubby, uh, uh, Stubby going out and getting some of that short stuff from the Stoker? Well, you know you're safe if you nick it to Butler. <laughs> or Burns. Or Burns. <laughs> Jeez. TV and radio are very different broadcasts, aren't they? <laughs> I can't imagine rolling that out to the English audience no on way. Fox Cricket. No I'm way. not sure the big boss would be happy with that. No. Chris Rogers is doing some work here as well. Yeah. Does he push out... Tubby. Now, as chairman of selectors, does he push out Taylor or Hayden? Uh, we can't have two no. slower batsmen out there. He's we can't have two grinders. So, yeah, Hayden stays, Tubby goes. Because right. Rogers is looking very trim. Yeah. Yep. yeah. But is he bums on seats? Yeah, yeah there we go. That's it. Uh, well, but then he's Tubby. tubby. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just looking at the commentary box next to us. If people don't know, they're all lined up. So you see everyone walking past. And, and Damien Fleming is commentating for the mob next to us, and he doesn't even know he's been dropped. No. And I'm sure we'll filter back to him, maybe in his earpiece, and I'll see his demeanour change as he calls it for, I don't know who he's calling for, somewhere, is it BBC? Who's in next door there? I don't know. It's not this station, so I'm not that interested. I've got a wild card for you. Do you throw Kyrie O'Keefe into the equation? Saw him in the gym this morning, still moving pretty well really? for a senior gentleman. Moving very well. Wow, Kerry O'Keefe, he made my bald 11, but I <laughs> but not necessarily a media 11. I'm not sure if he's in the media. Oh, I think Merv had cut up rough if okay. Kerry got in. Okay. Yes. He's a bums on seats man though, Kerry. He is. I'd love to see him come in and twirl a few down there. Yep. If we mic'd him up. Yeah, oh, yeah. yeah that's yeah. interesting. Maybe, yeah, yeah, he'd be good. Yeah, Tubby Taylor. Uh, he was, I don't know whether you guys can remember this dismissal, but he was opening the batting, uh, it might have been a World Cup in New Zealand, mm-hmm. and spin bowling oh, opening was, yeah. was hadn't really been done before. And there was a guy called for New Zealand called Patel. Patel, get oh, back, yeah. Patel. He, he opened the bowling, bowled the very first over to Mark Taylor. So Dipak Patel's bowling to Tubby. Yeah, and Tubby, so he, he raced down the track to probably try and smack it over the top wasn't quite to the pitch of the ball and decided to leave it. <laughs> Left it and was stumped. <laughs> stumped and then just walked off. Waddled off with his big coit. <laughs> Maybe he is in our team because that is entertainment. That is thumbs on seats. Yeah, that is yeah. thumbs on seats. <laughs> Shouldered arms. Louis, I've got some bad news for you. Yep. As we're compiling the media 11, you're currently I'm number out. four. Well, you're not out, but it's up to the chairman selectors. Yep. So no. Australia can't field a team. Blew it four. someone else. I have, oh, and I'm going to bring you that name up shortly. <laughs> oh, no. Well, this is going to be a tough decision for you, Andy. Yep. You're the chairman. Robinson's one for 41, bowling to Carey. 
This actually came by a text to the great Mickey Roberts, who's listening on the radio, and I, I feel sick that I've forgotten this man. <laughs> Emmy War. Oh, Mark War's in. Oh, Sorry, sure. <laughs> he didn't get the long blues out the door. No, he's Luke, out, the microphone's down, he's walking out. As a selector, is it my job to ring you and tell you? Yes. Okay, let me show, Let me run I, you. I need let, some, and I want it honest. Yeah, I want right. some no, let me, yeah, so firm the, feedback. The, the, the phone phone rings, bring, bring. You obviously pick up. Yep, hello. Louis. Greg speaking. Andy here, mate, chairman of the selectors for the Media 11. Oh, no. It's <laughs> a negative start, Louis called the oh no. Everything okay? Robinson to Gary. Mate. Oh no, Australia 5 for 341. Good news. Yeah. Oh, how'd you like to play some golf tomorrow? <laughs> <laughs> Hang on, but isn't that the same day as we're meant to be playing? I don't even know. I can't remember. <laughs> but I've got you a tea time. <laughs> Sorry, I've got to go. Dude, Mark Wall's on the line. And, 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 <laughs> <laughs> Oh, <laughs> how do they do it? How do they? If you have you been dropped before, no doubt you have. Oh, numerous times. How do I they? How, well, as a start, they don't tell you you're in, which you did five <laughs> minutes ago before telling him he's out. Well, but Hamish, I don't think they do that. Hamish and I got given drive radio, celebrated, got a call back and said, "No, no, we're actually give, taking it back. We got the give and then take back, and then we're in there six months later." My very last test was in New Zealand, yep. and Steve War was the captain. And uh, I knew it was sort of getting, yeah, it was yeah, right. to go. And I get a phone call, Bluey, yeah, Steve will, Steve will be here. Can you just come up to my bedroom? I just need to uh, discuss something with you. And I was like, right, is that how you get yeah, it? Yeah, I'll be get, right there. Did you go with the oh no again? Or no, what? I didn't. I went, yeah, I'll be there in a sec. I didn't know so, you had to get a spot in the team. You had to go to Steve Wall's bedroom. <laughs> <laughs> this is incredible. That's how what I initially got the game. <laughs> anyway, go in there, and he basically just said, listen, mate, we're going to have to leave you out for yep. the next test. Um, you say, you don't have to. <laughs> and, I, and I'm like, I, I started to say, yeah, but, you know, and then I thought, there's nothing that I'm going to say uh, yeah. is going to change his mind. Who was coming yeah. in? He was a bit of a scrubber, Who? but I got replaced by Matty Hayden, and he really struggled from then on. <laughs> Again, hard to argue with the decision, a bit like Andy, the choice he had. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> So this day and age, there's not many face-to-face conversations. Can, can you can you drop can you drop someone via text? <laughs> I mean, it's a no-no in the dating it's world. But got to be FaceTime, doesn't does it? Does it? <laughs> it's at least FaceTime. Yep. <laughs> I definitely, if I zoom, I put a different background on for them. <laughs> Just a grim reaper sitting by. It <laughs> <laughs> Don't even have to speak. Did yeah. you see the background they're out? <laughs> As I mentioned, over here with a bunch of mates, we've got our, you know, a group WhatsApp. So, you know, does anyone need a drink and where are we? And we split up yesterday and it was getting towards the, the end of the day. And one of my mates texts, you know, what's the plan? Wondering where we're going to go out after. And so, yeah, what's the plan comes through and generally 15 unhelpful text messages <laughs> come straight afterwards. Straight up from my mate Dunk was, I think we bat till tea tomorrow for around 4.50 and in front, and then in front, and then declare, then try and take four or five wickets in the evening. Uh, immediately, hey prick! I just want to know where we're going for a beer after. <laughs> Can I ask you about your lad? I yes. Just did in the the leg spinner. Yeah. He's twelve years. Twelve. No, he's nine. Oh, he's been playing with the under thirteen. Oh, right. So, and he's got two for three, and then he's got hit for a couple. By a bloke with a moustache, apparently. Yes. Yeah. So, has he got any tricks? Is he? Is he a, just bowling the leg? Hey, he's or nine. Is he learning the, the back spinner. Is he's he got not a Shane Warne. <laughs> His trick, but they, oh, his trick is bowling his, leg spinners yeah, at nine year old. That's right. And hitting the freaking pitch. That's a pretty good starting point when you're nine. To be honest, Bluey. He's not like some wonder kid. No, so to answer your question, Bluey, his major trick is to land a leg spinner. Yep. 
Um, but you know what I mean. He's working so on the wrong. He's working so on the wrong one. With all the, the young batters now, they want to you know they want all the fancy stuff. Yep. They want they want the, the Glenn Maxwell stuff. They yep. want the three different ramps. Yeah, I know what so, you're three, so well, he, he, he got me with a mystery ball the other day. Did he? Yeah. I'll explain it to you in a minute. Smith. And this sort of shows you where he's at. Pitched a couple of beautiful leg spinners, so had me prodding forward. Yeah. And then got one off the roof of the nets to drop on top of the stuff. <laughs> which is, on top of the which is hard to play. Yeah. Very hard to play. So that's his major variation at the moment, off the side netting. We had a mate in under-12s who, they never used to call over the waist height no balls. And his, his signature delivery was just <laughs> sending one into orbit and landing it on top of the stuff. It was impossible to play. For Cooper's Mild Ale, Triple M rocks the ashes. For Cooper's Mild Ale, Triple M rocks the ashes. Gus Morland, Brad Haddon and Mark Waugh. Junior, what do you think of uh, Broad's headband? Nah, it doesn't work. It doesn't work. It's, it's no Pat Cash or Dennis Dooley, is it? Or, it? or um, Bjorn Borg or Vetus Ver- Gerolaitis. Yeah, he, he did wear it occasionally, yeah. He's, he had some swagger on the tennis court, didn't he? Yeah, but no, it doesn't sit particularly well, I don't think. No. Nathan Bracken have a headband? Yeah. Yeah, he did. He, he, did. he wore like a, it was like a very thin, like a shoelace. Gus, I reckon you'd look good in a headband. <laughs> you wear one when you're no. at the gym or something? Well, tomorrow morning, Hads and I are playing with Tubby. We're playing tennis. Well, so I was thinking if there, Yeah, so if there's like a Center tennis court. a tennis pro shop, I might yeah. whack one no, off. I think you should. Pat Cash-like. Okay. You need, you need a nice slice backhand on the grass. Yeah. Slice backhand. Just keeps low. Get into the net. I'm a bit nervous about Taylor's tennis, actually. You know, did a lot of practice during COVID. I think he's setting us up to take our money. He had six or seven hits a week. Did he? And he's looking uh, as fit now as he's ever fit. Actually, yeah, he has. Looks has he got great. his shorts off? I've seen him pra- uh, running in the morning with his longings on. Yeah. Where's his shorts? It's a, good, it's a good point. It was 36 degrees at 8 o'clock. And we're walking. He's got the tracky dacks on like nice. John Howard. <laughs> Let's go and get those Anaconda stats now. Big brands, best prices, biggest range at Anaconda. Ethan. Yeah, back on the headband chat, and you can thank Izzy Westbury for this. Sure broad with the headband the last two years, 33 wickets at 15.7. Without the headband, six wickets at 41. So it is working for him. Okay, okay. <laughs> okay. That's, that's good numbers. We'll allow, we'll allow it then. Yeah, thank that's you, as good a stat as I've ever heard. Yeah. yeah. Important stat, that one. Yep. Thanks, Ethan, and thanks, Iz. I wonder what his stats are when he pitches a ball over seven metres. It's just been a fraction too short. He's got the field set to... That's irrelevant. The headband's much more important. (laughs) (laughs) Tonight, your wicketkeeper, Hats. Burns comes out to bat. What are you saying to him? All I would say... It'd be quick. It'd be quick, whatever you're going (laughs) to say. I'd I'd make a beeline across to him, and I'd just remind him that things couldn't get any worse, could they? <laughs> and, and then I just wait for a response and I just keep walking. <laughs> but I'd also ask, it, are you facing or not? Because if you're not facing, we won't bowl start till you get on strike. <laughs> Dan Ganane, Murph Hughes and Mark Taylor. I tell you, I've enjoyed watching Alex Carey bat. He reminds me of Mike Hussey, which is a big rap. I'm not, I'm not suggesting he's going to go on and have the career as a a batsman of Mike Hussey, but similar mannerisms, really orthodox technique, lovely sort of square feet down the pitch, and he, he drives well through the offside, doesn't mind playing the pull and the cut. He looks really good. And I'll I was, tell you what, Dan, it is good when you get a left-handed batsman prepared to have a go. 
not a boring <laughs> opener from New South Wales. Mate, I thought it would be enough about number seven. <laughs> oh, it's nice and easy, you know. Hey? What about Smith, though? You, you came on here and said he's 13 away from the century, so he's on 87. Yes. 87. Oh, it's the devil's number. I understand. That, you mate? can't mention that. Here comes Ben Stokes. Well, I've got to read his score. Full ball. Oh, he's on 87 no longer oh, as they punch through for a single. So he goes to 88. Partnership now worth 84. So he's 13 off 101 now. Does that make a difference? <laughs> I've always wondered that. It's a devil's number. <laughs> he said off here, who was it? It was must have been Head in Brisbane. He goes, oh, he's on 105. That's the devil's number. I said, what's that? He goes, 13 off 118. <laughs> How good was my maths, huh? That surprised me. That's a big shock out of that. <laughs> yeah, no, it's been a fantastic partnership, and we just thought after the last test match, if Kerry and Smith get, get amongst them, they just as I was saying, after that last test match, the upside for Australia, even though they won the test match, was that Smith and Kerry didn't contribute with the bat. <laughs> and so far here, the upside is that Cameron Green hasn't contributed, so when they get a contribution across the board... It's just going to get harder and harder for England. They're going to make 600. If they all make, if they all contribute the same game. Yeah, but they might declare. <laughs> they don't have to get 600. That's what you blokes used to get. Four for 600, oh. five for 600. A couple of times that was they were the good. It was three days, though. <laughs> was it Lords, wasn't it? We made four for 600 and something, and Mark Wall got 99. And that some some English putter had a chance of winning 100,000 pounds. He had the top four of us making get 100. Oh. Make, make hundreds. Is that why Tufnell got him? Yeah, yes. yeah. Mark wore out for 99, and um, so, I think so. he had 100 pounds on it, 1,000 to 1, or 1,000 pounds on it at 100 to 1. It's not, not happy. Uh, it's Slater, 100. Taylor, 100. Babsy, 100. Junior, 99. James Brayshaw, Murph Hughes, and Callum Ferguson. Well, what about Ferg? Just saunders in when he wants to. Nothing about being on time, nothing about just saunders in, yeah. sits down. What's going on? What is going on, Ferg? Where bigger, is bigger than thou, he is. Larger than chat life. to Chappelle out the back. He was telling me what a good bloke you are, Merv, but I'm not so sure. No, he would not have been saying that. <laughs> no, I've never heard anyone say that. What do you got there, Jim? Well, I was in the seven green room where some food was meant to arrive. Right. I don't know how well you know Simon Cadditch. I've never seen a man eat food like him, and there is nothing of it. <laughs> so he's been sitting in there waiting for the food to arrive. Blokes, open the door with a tray with four fruit salads. Four. Shattered, shattered. <laughs> All the blood drained out of his face. He's given it the, mate, turn that tray around and go and get some food. <laughs> you reckon worms? Oh, I don't know, because he's like uh, Mike Hussey. Hussey's son, they eat everything they can see, and they they weigh 48 kilos. I don't get it. <laughs> Look at Merv eyeing this plate oh. of food. Like he's Honestly, salivating. He was talking to me, but looking at the yes. pies and the pasties. Well, you can't, you can't see anything. Let alone the sausage rolls. Good. I, why would I be looking at that? I just had a lovely salad out the back. No, you didn't. I reckon it was the four that got shafted from Channel Seven came out here. <laughs> Fruit salad. No, you mungs that eat them, so I had to eat them. <laughs> but I did have four of them, and I got them deep fried too. Right. Fantastic. It's been. Uh, oh, hello. Hang on. Oh, now have a look at this. No. Ricky Ponting, looking through the glass here, has got a, a, a plate of about 15 pastries. Oh. No. Always very judgmental of everyone else's plate, yeah, Hunter. He is, he is. He loses all his weight at the IPL, comes back about 15 kilos lighter, and then spends the rest of the year putting it back on. Surely <laughs> it wouldn't take him a year. If he's fair, he's going to take him about two weeks, I reckon.
He's missed out on an illustrious club there. What is it? Ducks on debut. Was that you, Mervyn? Yep. Nisa facing Anderson. That looks a solid forward defensive oh. stroke. He can play. Shield 100 last year. Who against? I feel like it was Tasmania. But we need to get Ethan back on for the Anaconda starts. How close did you ever get to one of them, Merv? Sheffield Shield 100. A long way, too. <laughs> we made a test match 70. Now saying it doesn't count, doesn't making 100 against Tasmania. <laughs> Who said that? That is disrespectful for me. You're a shocker, don't you? Mervyn. Anderson and tidy it up, Merv. Yep, that's disrespectful. Oh, listen to you. The most disrespectful person I've ever met. You haven't answered the question. I'll get Ethan to look okay. up if you um, don't tell me. <clears throat> if you made a Test Match 70, you surely would have made a Sheffield Shield 100. No. How close did you get? I think high school was maybe 50 plus. Right. Keep running out of partners. I did I did uh, go all right to club game one day, though. Right. Batting away, went in at 5 for 120. I thought... I've got to attack here. And I went out, woof, 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 hit them everywhere. Look at the scoreboard. I was 86, Jim. Oh. And I thought, I could get 100 here. I tried to block one, got bowled. What an idiot. Yep. Nosebleed. Oh, terrible. Never change your tactics. Just on the Nessa Nisa thing, with the AFL footy coverage, Fergus, the amount of times coming up to a Friday night game, BT and I ring the club and say, right, how are we pronouncing this bloke on debut? And they categorically tell you what it is. So you start the game pronouncing his name that way. And then someone from like the Bo Morris footy club where he's played his whole life yep. texts or rings and goes, listen, you clowns, ever since he was born, this bloke's name's pronounced this way. And you go, thanks for that. <laughs> we just look like halfwits. What's going on? On a national coverage. You're doing your due diligence. Well, because you've got no idea. It's their first game. You go to half the Australian team and they say, Nisa. You go the other half, they say Nessa. You what? played against him for years, you what? say Nessa. What about the other half? Leave listen to oh, He honestly thinks that's start. funny. I, I do. Honestly. <laughs> Jim, I've had 30 years of putting up with him. <laughs> for Cooper's Mild Ale, Triple M rocks the ashes.